good morning truth. In Isaiah 43 and 7, we see that God is speaking and he says, everyone who is called by my name, I created for my glory. If you call yourself a child of God, if you say that you believe and that he is your savior, then this scripture applies to you. You were created for God's glory. Life tends to busy itself all around us. The very atmosphere of the world in which we live is filled with distraction after distraction, demand after demand, and the noise that goes beyond what we can hear but convolutes the essence of our being. To embrace that we were created for God's glory and to govern our lives accordingly requires discipline, intentional effort, and a sincere relationship with God. Think about it for a moment. I mean, really pause and think about it. If we were created to give God glory, then whatever we declare as our purpose, as our life's goal, should in some way, shape, or form, give God glory. We tend to look out for what is good for us, what feels good, what magnifies us, what we can be compensated for. And all of that is fine because although we serve a jealous God, he is not a selfish God. He is not a self-centered God. What do you mean, Pastor? God's jealousy rises when we put anything before him, when other things become our priority, when we essentially forget the truth that we were created for him. However, at the same time, God is not selfish or is he so self-centered that he does not want us to enjoy life. He wants us to have the best. He wants us to experience and indulge in laughter and fun. Where we fall off the rails is we buy into what Satan is offering. As we think to win at life, someone has to lose. So we operate from a self-centered perspective. We fall off the rails when we tend to think to have the best is only worth it when we have more than the least. And what we have adopted as the principles for our laughter and fun tends to align more with the standards set by the world than it does God's standards. I want you to know without a shadow of a doubt that it does not give God glory when we are entertained by arrogance, blasphemy, anger, disputes, and disrespect towards each other. It does not give God glory when we would rather boast division if it deems to give us what we want. It does not give God glory when we seek positions of hierarchy to control and manipulate. It does not give God glory when we put more value on the making of dollars than we do the saving of our souls. In John 17 and 4, Jesus is talking to God and he utters these words. 
I glorified you on earth, having accomplished the work that you gave me to do. Jesus' life wasn't easy. Everybody did not like him. He was ridiculed for not following the trend set by the world. But he was intentional about giving God glory despite the world. These words let us know what it is to truly glorify God. To glorify God is done when we have accomplished the work that we were assigned to complete for his kingdom. God is not concerned with how much money we make because we could never make enough to buy him out. He does not even care how nice we are to each other for we could never outdo the blessings of life that he provides us all. God is not concerned with the titles that we acquire for the only title that matters to him is child of God. The things that we look at to validate our existence are like icing on a cake. But God and his purpose are the cake. The icing may look good and even taste good, but too much of it will make you sick. And we allow ourselves to become more committed to the plans of this world, to our own plans, than to God's. And when we do that, we sicken our souls. And we give God no glory. God wants us to embrace putting the icing on the cake. Bake the cake first. Get in right alignment with him. Seek to give him glory first and then add the icing to the cake. Everything that we pursue in every situation that we address, we need to ask ourselves, what does this say about who I serve? How does this complement what I was created for? I'm going to tell you what I've come to learn. When you go against responding to situations and pursuing things according to the rules of this world and are committed to upholding standards, even when it looks weird, God shows up. Not only does he show up, he shows out. In Galatians 6 and 7, it says, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. You will not be embarrassed for upholding his word. I have to be honest with you. There have been some times when I myself personally have looked and I'm like, I've tried to uphold your principles. And it looked like I was going to come up short. To the point that I almost rescinded my decision and, and chose to follow the voices of the world. But days later, God showed up and showed out. And what I came to realize is that God let days go by so that folk could mock, so that the gossiping would start, so that the negative words would be spewed. And then he showed up in such a manner that folks had to believe it was nothing but God. 
And then it presented me the opportunity to share the word of God with the doubters. That's how you give God glory. Being really real with you, I want to let you know that sometimes it takes more than days. It takes more than months for God to show up. But stand firm. Because I want to promise you this, God pays well for your time. And just two verses past Galatians 6 and 7, verse 9 tells us, Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we will reap if we do not faint. I promise you, you will never find anyone who will compensate you for your time like God will. Remember, when you start your day with truth, blessings throughout the remainder of the day is inevitable.
Holy Spirit, you are welcome in this place. Holy Spirit, we submit to your authority. Holy Spirit, let your healing hand go over the room right now. Hey, Holy Spirit, you are welcome in this place. Everything wrong in me, take it out right now. Burn it out right now. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in this place. Because we adore you. And we love you. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in this place. Hallelujah. Just where you are, just for a few minutes. I know we got a little ways to go, but just lift your hands in this place. Just tonight, let's just reverence his name. Hallelujah. Somebody came tonight on the brink of some disaster. The Holy Ghost is here right now. Somebody came empty, came in here empty. You came to see a show because your cousin and your aunt said, come on. But there's something going to happen in you tonight. Somebody watching this way at home. Somebody watching at home. There's something going on in the living room. Just lift your hands right now, right where you are. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Somebody clap your hands for Jesus. Come on, clap them for Jesus. If that was for me, it'd be all right. 